0: 911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. I don't know about you, but I cannot believe that tomorrow is already December. I feel like 2020 has just flown by <laughs> It's almost as though we've been watching an action-packed movie, and the movie just makes time fly by so fast. All year this year, it started out with Kobe Bryant getting into that horrific accident. And ever since then, it's just been this spiral of COVID and elections and George Floyd. And in today's episode, I thought it was super important for us to talk about something that not enough people are talking about. And that is that your online life is being censored. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. I don't know about you, but it seems like (laughs) every time I scroll on Facebook, I'm seeing every other post tell me that it's false or it's been deemed incorrect by these Facebook fact checkers. Nobody even knows who these people are. Apparently, it's this handful of people and that's their job is to go through and to use their own judgment and perhaps their own level of intellect to determine whether or not certain information is true or false. And I also don't know about you, but there have been many times where I click on the link and I know for a fact that the information that I'm looking at is, in fact, true. And yet we have these fact checkers who are trying to sway the narrative in their own favor, a universal favor telling us that, no, it's incorrect. This is incredibly scary, and I'm going to explain to you why. Mark Zuckerberg donated over $400 million in the 2020 presidential election. We don't exactly know where all of these funds went, but we know that some of them went to places like what they called Zuckerboxes. If you want to know what a Zuckerbox is, it's those little Dropbox ballot containers that people were asked to go and deliver their ballots in. These were all controlled, owned, purchased by a single entity or a single-minded entity, mind you. We can dig into the facts and we could find that in more conservative states, these drop boxes were spread apart by thousands of miles. In the more liberal states, the more liberal areas and counties, these boxes were within a two-mile walking radius. And it makes me wonder why that is. I don't think we even need to ask that question, but it's things like this that I'm starting to to gain knowledge on and to really pay attention to because I think it's very important. It's very important because if we can have Facebook censorship, Facebook is one of the most popular online platforms. Whether we want to admit it or not, it is an information platform. It's an information platform just like Google and YouTube. Those are the top three that you on a routine basis probably go to to get whatever information you're trying to look up for that particular moment. And you probably do it several times a day. I know that I do. Why this is scary is because the technology companies are starting to rise above the government. We know that that's happening Because when you can have such vast censorship that goes against our constitutional rights, then that means that as a society, as a culture, as a government, we're allowing information companies to take reign. This is an incredibly scary and intimidating time, and I'm going to tell you why. I've been paying very close attention to everything that's taken place in our education system the different levels of scholastic education that we were once privy to has have now been pulled from the shelves kids will not only not be allowed to access them at school they will then probably not ever have the will to access them on their own and even more importantly they'll never know that they exist now we have a lot of educational experts air quotes telling us that a lot of what's been pulled is because of everything that's been taking place throughout these past several years with what they deem police brutality, everything that's happened with George Floyd. It all sort of began with the Me Too movement. There are a lot of reasons why they think that it's appropriate to just take all of this out of the educational system. I don't know about you, but a lot of the horrific things that I learned growing up while I was in school shaped me into the believer, the non-believer, the non-racist that I am today. Now, what happens when we have the educational system that's influencing our youth in this conformed way that one singular entity at the top deems appropriate? That means that you're going to have these singular individuals going throughout life, living on this very narrow path without a broad range of understanding and conceptualization of what actually exists out here in the real world, and most importantly, what's existed in our past to create what we have today. We talk about millennials, and we know how ill-equipped they are when they're actually thrown out there into the real world. There are people living at home until they're in their 30s, and for some reason, we think it's okay. I don't know about you, but I don't think it's normal for a 30-year-old to still get an allowance and live at home with their mom and dad. I don't think it's okay for a 30-year-old to be married and to still get an allowance from their parents. Yes, I know people who live this way. And yet, as a society... We're giving excuses, telling ourselves that it is okay, and this is why, and you're wrong. And if you just so happen to be that person who's wrong, you're probably told that all of the time, so much to the extent that it's probably difficult for you to open up your mouth and to voice your own opinion and your own truths, and that's a shame. But with regards to the censorship of your online life, what's happening with this lift of these information companies And with them having so much weight over something as ginormous as our United States way of being. Imagine then that you go to a simple Google search and you think that you're seeking out valid information. Typically, you'll look at the first page. Sometimes you go to the second. You don't pay attention to the millions of other links that follow. And you think that the information that you're pulling up is accurate. Most of us will have a question, go online, look it up, get the information, and then we deem that to be the truth. Well, we can all attest to the fact that we've seen on Facebook time and time again how much information is dramatically incorrect. Living behind the thin blue line, experiencing the life of law enforcement, working in our police family, military and families Facebook group on a daily basis. Having the clients that I do who work as firefighters, police officers and armed service members. I could tell you firsthand that a majority of the information that I've seen on Facebook has been absolutely incorrect when it comes to anything that's related with these industries. And yet Facebook is trying to prove that it's correct and now they're they're pasting this label all over every other post that we see. This is incorrect. So what does that do to our psyche? It tells us, well, Facebook says that this isn't true. So I'm going to believe that it's not true. Well, that's for the people that don't know the truth. And what I'm getting at here is if we go on Google and we start to to look up information, what's happening with these tech companies is they're starting to censor legitimate information in the exact same way As Facebook. And I've already started to see this pattern, and it's actually gotten dramatically more difficult in 2020 to seek out valid information, even on what we think is a valid Google search. So, what do we do to combat this? Because right now, with the way things are going, God forbid Biden is actually inaugurated into presidency, this will only get worse. The best thing that we could do is to seek out information from actual human beings. If we have a question, determine who the expert is and go seek out their counsel. As human beings, we feel so much gratitude and joy when we're able to help somebody else out. How difficult would it be for us to have a simple question and to be able to seek out an expert and to send them a simple message on Facebook? shoot them an email. How about we write them a handwritten letter? Could you imagine the level of valid resources that you would be able to retain? And not only that, but the level of networking that you're building in the process. I do this every single day. If I have a question, chances are I have somebody in my network who has the answer to that question. And if not, Chances are that I can post a simple question on Facebook asking who the expert is in this particular area of influence, and then I can contact that person directly. If I want to know what the temperature is, if I want to gauge the cadence in a particular field, if I want to know what's happening, I could post the question in my Facebook group, and I do it every single day. You see, what I care about is not what page one or page two of Google search comes out to say. The only time that I really care about what my YouTube search is is when I'm looking up a how-to because you can't really fib around that. How-to is pretty black and white. But when it comes to anything important, I think it's, it's really vital now more than ever for us to seek out the opinion of experts and to be very cautious and very leery when it comes to the information that we're taking offline. We could also go to valid sources people that we know are experts in a particular field or on a particular subject matter? Or how about this? We pick up a fucking book and we read it. I believe that the way that we used to consume information, the way that we would learn about the world is changing in a way that is harmful to us as a society. And it's important for us to recognize that And while there are big players in the game who are fighting this, we also need to do our parts as individuals and not consume information and then go and share it with our families when we're not 100% certain that it's factual information. I'm going to leave you with this because I think that this is one of the most important things that we can take out of 2020 is that we need to have the ability to own our own cognitive dissonance. And it's more important now than ever, because otherwise, all that we are is walking around like little puppets who are being crafted from a creator that is not really the creator. And I hope that as you go about your day today, as we enter December already, that you know that you own your own personal power and it is so important for us to never let anybody take that away from us. And know that I am sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.